We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. That music should signify our next guest. And we're still trying to hunt down Hal Barkash, senior NFL analyst on the score. He is scheduled to make his regular Saturday visit. And we'll talk to him in the wake of the Bears' victory and their mini-buy or whatever you want to call it this weekend off. And then they'll face Dan Cannibal and the Detroit Lions. My goodness. First place. In the NFC North. So immediately you should think it's winnable, but there you go. The The Bears are Matt Eberflus's team dead last in turnover differential. They're minus nine. They've played 10 games. They have a league worst 18 giveaways, 12 picks, six fumbles. Maybe Eberflus should try that trick. Does he have tricks up his sleeve? Try that trick where his team doesn't average losing the turnover battle almost every game. And I got a kick out of this because he said that. Eberflew said it. I got We got some tricks up our sleeve to, at the running off the field at halftime interview. And Dennis Allen had this to say. Halftime adjustments are over-freaking-rated. All right? Stop. Okay? Play better, coach better, execute, do your job. That is what it's all about, okay? So that's what the communication was at halftime. We did not come in there and just change the whole freaking game plan. That's Saints coach Dennis Allen after they came back and they won the second half against the Bears. They beat him 24-17 the week before. They, uh, not the week before, the Sunday before we saw them, the Bears beat saw the Bears beat the Panthers, one of the worst teams in the league. So Dennis Allen didn't have any tricks up his sleeve that Matt Eberflus alluded to. And you just saw something happened because that's the way the Bears, the Bears were going against the Saints. The offense had piled up a ton of yards in the first half, 250. They had long drives. And they managed only 118 yards in the second half. I mean, again, they they beat the Panthers, but before that, they faced sort of a real football team, and they went on the road to do it, and they just crumpled in the second half. Something happened. Whether the Saints got better, Dennis Allen says we didn't change anything. 
We just played better, and whether something happened or not, the the Bears didn't perform, didn't execute, didn't carry it off, didn't come through. And there was a real chance they were going to do that Thursday against the Panthers. There was a, why is this team hanging around? Why does this team, this is a one-win football team, one of the worst in the league, arguably the worst. They have a rookie quarterback, can't see over the line of scrimmage. They have a shaky offensive line. They don't really have any weapons offensively. And you can't put them away if you're the Bears. And then the Bears face this team. The the Bears' offense is playing it very safe. The Shane Matthews. Shane Matthews kind of offense, dink, dunk, don't let the, don't throw it to the defense, don't let them score, and then you have, you wonder where, if that's what you're going to do, run the ball. And then you don't know which side to run to. They finally figured it out. Give them credit for that. They figured out, wow, see that? And Tevin Jenkins, Darnell Wright, big guys, they're destroying people. How about over there? How about we do that? And the defense playing well as it should against an offensive team that, again, short week, had to travel, rookie quarterback, bad offensive line, no weapons. The defense gave the Bears offense a short field. The Bears offense did enough with it. And hallelujah, they got a touchdown. And hallelujah, Panthers coach Frank Reich decided he was going to have a guy try a 59-yard field goal when his career best was 56, and he was doing it in Soldier Field, and that was the the biggest white flag you saw. Bears got the win. It was their third win. They're They're still a team that is troubled by ball security, and certainly in facing good teams, they just, there's a, there's a, Crumple factor. They get crumpled. They, whether you want to call it choking, whether you want to call it, they just seize up. They just don't seem to have whatever it's going to take to compete or whatever it's going to take to conquer. They were they were one in ten in one score games before Thursday night. So now they're two and ten under Eberflus in one score game. And he had tricks up his sleeve. First of all, should a game against a team that bad be a one-score game? Well, it tells you how bad you are for the Bears. And and it was it was that close. We were the nation was looking at overtime, except Eddie Pinero can't do that. Eddie Pinero can't make that field goal. Eddie Pinero again failed in Soldier Field, and we'd seen a lot of that story before. But if you're the Bears, what is it? It it was a victory, and you saw your defense get. You saw Montez Sweat show up and make make an impression, and you saw Montez Sweat help to make some other players more dangerous. One of the questions about Sweat as he came in was: Is he a multiplier? He played on a line with four first round picks, so. Somebody is the guy that we're not going to let this guy beat. He's not going to beat us. We're not going to let him beat us. That's the guy. And it didn't seem to be sweat, even though a lot of scouts liked him. A lot of personnel guys said, this is a guy who's peaking. 
Chase Young's not available. Chase Chase Young is just not he's just not shown the ability to do that. So Montez Sweat was the question was is he a force multiplier? And you saw other guys get better. You saw Jones with a sack. The Bears had three sacks. The Bears had three sacks. Let me repeat that. The Bears had three sacks. Are you sitting down? The Bears had three sacks. And what the question is not whether Montez Sweat is a multiplier. It's what is there to multiply. And Mark Grody on a little while ago, and Grody was talking about it. It was nice to hear Yannick Ngakwe's name called. Well, I think it should be called more. Maybe he does too. And the, the hole where the three techniques should be, and got a sack. Okay. All right. It doesn't dominate a game. But Montue- Montez Sweat had that effect against a bad offensive line, and it was a short week for everybody, and he is just getting used to things here. Although I always, when I hear that with defensive players, I think, what a load that is. What a, because you, go get the passer, right? Go get the quarterback. That's your job. Go get the quarterback. Go forward. Run around that guy blocking you and get the quarterback. That's not... I, we heard a bunch of excuses when Chase Claypool came in. Oh, learn the... Learning, learn the playbook, learn the routes, learn the language, learn that, you know what, your defensive player, go sack the quarterback. Al Davis, quarterback must go down, he must go down hard. Well, that's pretty much what, what Montez Sweat seems to be bringing, allowing the Bears to do. They did it against a bad team, now they're going to do it against the best team or the team leading their division. It's still hard for me to say doing it against the best team. The Lions is the best team. It's so much easier when it's the Packers because you believe that. You've been, you know, the Stockholm Syndrome, right? You fall in love with your the person who took you hostage. And the Packers had long taken the NFC North hostage. And now the Bears, who are going to take the North, instead just watch, to be, watch the thing get handed off to the Lions. But now the Bears will have, and Justin Fields, presuming he's going to show up, Presuming he'll be healthy. If he's not, that may help the Bears make a decision. Maybe they already have. Because the Bears can look at Justin Herbert, for instance, and say, is that our guy? Does our guy look like that guy? And we've never seen that. We've seen it. Okay. We've seen it for a couple games. Parts of, we've seen it inconsistently. And that's what they need to know. Can they see it consistently? So he will face the Lions a couple times and the Vikings and the Browns. He'll face Justin Fields' will, presuming, A, he's healthy to play, and B, stays healthy, which is an issue. He will face really good defenses, most of them good against the run. So Justin Fields will have to show he can pass like an NFL quarterback. But the the thing I'd like to see, and I don't know that I will because I don't trust Luke Getze. I don't understand him. I don't understand what that offense is doing. I understand why you do what you do with Tyson Bajan. I understand the, the rollouts. I understand the, the everything to get him out of the pocket to move the pocket. I saw that. I think I've seen that more with Tyson Bajan, the backup, the undrafted quarterback, 
than I have with the number one guy whose legs are some of the best in the NFL. I don't understand why you don't want to make your player more dangerous. I don't understand why you don't want to make your quarterback in a position to succeed. It seems there's, there's maybe I'm still scarred from the Matt Nagy experience of we're going to put him in the pocket. That's what they did to Mitch, and we're going to make him throw from the pocket because the pocket is that's my scheme. Well, your scheme doesn't does a crappy job of evaluating who the player is. And I've watched Luke Getze call plays and not enough to take advantage of, and I'm not talking about direct runs, not taking advantage of what Justin Fields does, what he does best, what he scares defenders and defensive coordinators with, and how you can work off that. He could pass. Cut the field in half, make it easier to see, make it easier to make a decision. And Justin Fields' decision-making is one of the key issues here. And is he only allowed to make decisions? Why does the test get harder for him than Tyson Bajan? Why? Why can't you make him more dangerous, make make the whole thing, make the whole offense better? Get him on the run. Get him out of the pocket. Move the pocket. I don't have hard data about what we've seen, especially Thursday, on how Tyson Bajan, on the plays that were called for him and the lack of similar plays that were called, that I recall being called for Justin Fields. But the fact that you're not making it more dangerous, the fact that you're not putting defenses in a position to piddle down their legs because of what this guy might do on the run, I don't understand it. We will take a break. When we come back, more Bears talk, more. And later on, Kyle Long, he had some thoughts. He had some thoughts on the Bears. And sometime before the hour is out, we will talk with Chris Childers about Michigan. Big Blue, got a big red ass, got a big suspension for its coach. Saturday Suckage, I'm Steve Rosenblum. Chicago Sports Radio, 670. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's been tough. Um, it's definitely felt longer than that, I can tell you that. But, um, you know, just doing what I can, you know, being the best team that I can, um, helping, you know, Tyson uh, and the rest of the guys, you know, just, just get ready to play. It's going to be good. So. Classic Rock Sports Talk. Welcome and welcome back. Saturday Suckage, I'm Steve Rosenblum. We'll be talking, well, maybe pro football, if that's where Jim Harbaugh goes. Talk Michigan, got suspended. We will talk about that mess later on. First, I want to alert you to this. Join Chris Tannehill and Dave Wanstead for the Four Winds Football Forecast live and in person at Four Winds Casino in Loom Buffalo. That's tomorrow from noon to 1.30 Eastern Time. It's a free event where you can meet Wani. Get an autograph and a photo with a coach and hang out with him for the start of the NFL games. Or you can book a room and make a weekend out of it. The winning never stops at Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, your entertainment escape. Speaking of entertaining, Kyle Long, former Bear, was on the score last night with Zach Zaidman. And they were talking first about the voice you heard coming into this segment, Justin Fields, talking about talking to Tyson Bajan. So here's what Kyle Long had to say about Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, the error could be terminal if it is an error. And if if you do believe in Justin Fields, and, you know, half of me thinks that Justin Fields is the guy. I think he could definitely have a million people in Millennium Park with the right team around him and the right staff and the right minds at the helm. And I think we've got pieces of that puzzle but you can acquire more of those pieces if you were to deal that first pick and the win against the Panthers was big we needed that it was a win-win and yeah I mean acquire as much talent as you can around Justin Fields make the defense feared I just I just watched the Ravens and they're a mismatch in any situation offensively because of the things Lamar Jackson can do not only with his legs but his arm and with Justin Fields he's got a ridiculous set of legs on him He's got a really good arm, too, at times. Like you said, he flashes. I'd love to see it more often. And is it something that Ryan Poles and, you know, the the ownership really are going to deem to be the future? And if not, you pull the trigger on Caleb Williams and you say, let's go win some ball games because we saw C.J. Stroud take over this Texans team and he's made Tank Dell into a pro bowler. You know, he's D'Amico Ryan's defense has been bailed out a number of times here. It's an interesting conversation, but like I said, I'm at home. I play Madden. I don't have an office at Hallis Hall. <laughs> that's so good. I'm at home. I play Madden. That's, that's the way I do. All right, if you made your decision, let's go get Caleb Williams and win some football games. Well, they probably wouldn't win football games immediately, but they're not winning football games now. And they have a decision to make, and Justin Fields is is presuming he's healthy and can stay healthy, as we said, the next four weeks it's good defenses. It's the Lions twice, it's Minnesota, it's Cleveland, good defenses. And defenses that demand that you pass your way through them. 
And that's apparently what the Bears want to see. They'd like to know. Part of me thinks, if you're still asking that question, don't you already have your answer? Part of me thinks that at this point. We interrupt this to explain. We interrupt this to bring you texts of somebody who's still mad at Grody. When Grody said, no, I don't, I don't wake and bake until afternoon. And he asked me, and we started talking about the Bengay, pot-infused Bengay, and said, Mark, the texture says, it's the wake and bake club, not the wake and wait club. Get on it. Okay. Something else Zach Zaidman and Carl Long talked about last night on the score was the general state of the Bears. Well, I definitely think they're not at the bottom of the pit. You know, they've they've made strides here. I thought that, you know, obviously the Jalen Carter decision was one that was left to a moral compass that's higher on the food chain than mine. And I know a lot of Bears fans are happy that we went with Darnell Wright, and I was too. If you're not going to go Jalen Carter, you got to address that need. And Darnell Wright has been awesome this year. Tevin Jenkins has been so much fun to watch. As a former offensive lineman, to see a guy – in the navy and orange, put his hand in the ground and just know that he's going to kick somebody's ass at least once a drive. It's a lot of fun to watch. I know the running backs appreciate it. The Bajan storyline has been a lot of fun to watch, and I've had my fun on the X app with with some fans who are Justin Fields truthers and, uh, you know, apologists, and, and rightfully so. He's played incredibly. But, it, you know, Bajan's in the game right now, so we're going to talk about Bajan, right? I, I love the run game. I do think that we have a really frisky defense, guys that are punching above their weight class. I thought that the sweat move was right on time. You look ahead to this draft, there's going to be nobody available uh, with the picks that we have other than the top five picks that will address that need in the way that sweat will and has. You saw him have eight pressures the other night, I think, right? Eight pressures. Mm -hmm. He was all over the field. So you got to build, you got to stockpile talent. And I was watching that Thursday Thursday night football coverage Andrew Whitworth is a bright guy. I don't know if you caught him before the game. He said, look, I'm a big fan of stockpiling talent. You know, and, and he says, keep Justin Fields. Maybe trade away that first pick. Somebody's going to sell their soul for Caleb Williams, as you were alluding to earlier. The guy's he's a can't-miss prospect. So half of me says, take Caleb Williams, let him figure it out, and he'll turn this thing around. But the other half of me wants to think logically, and it's, hey, we've got some pretty good pieces on this team, including the right side of the offensive line. Braxton's played well here in spots on the left side. And, yeah, go get a receiver. You'll go from six picks to maybe nine picks. You'll have two picks in the first two rounds pretty much. Then you'll have four picks in the first two rounds after this move. I don't know. It's an interesting food for thought, but I'm glad I'm not making that decision. It's a lot to chew on there. But, yeah, Bajan's been good enough. Bajan's been good enough. He's earned himself some, some money in this league. Yeah, but earning yourself some money as a backup and being a credible backup does not win Super Bowls. It's The Bears are looking to find QB1, and their problem is the only way they – the only barometer they have when looking at it is it's always on the opposite side of the field. It was in Green Bay for 30 years, and it's frequently on the other side of the field when they play. And Kyle Long is at home playing Madden. He doesn't have an office at Hallis Hall. He seems pretty happy about that. But the the things – Justin Fields has to come back and show the Bears that it would be money well spent. 
The Giants thought they spent money really well, and they assigned Daniel Jones to that, and he was bad and hurt and remains both. And now look where they are. Well, actually, where they are is the same kind of place the Bears are. I hope I get to it today, depending what happens later on in the show. <clears throat> but the Giants quarterback is an undrafted free agent who's a better story than just than Tyson Bajan. I just love this. So what is it the Bears are going to need to see from Justin Fields? Everything you saw in the Commanders game, you can't always believe they're going to give single coverage against DJ Moore, and eventually they didn't, and that was trouble. And the number of targets for DJ Moore is always an issue, but the Commanders decided we're going to we're going to stick. We're going to we're going to essentially spy. We're going to have an extra lineman. We're going to go single coverage against DJ Moore and everybody. And Fields and Moore made them pay. Not always going to get that. Do they need to see quick release, quick decision making? His decision making had improved before he got hurt. They lost the, the the Broncos game. They won the Commanders game. They were they were not so good in the Vikings game. He got hurt, and they're. Again, ball security is an issue with him. Reading the defense, throwing the ball away, or throwing it quickly. You don't stand there and become a turnover machine. You're like an ATM for fumbles, and don't stand there and waiting to get sacked. Tyson Bajan, as you heard Chris Collinsworth talking on the, the who, Sunday night against the Chargers, right? Wasn't that it? inexplicably they were on Sunday night on national TV and they liked through Collinsworth. You could tell the coaches really liked that Tyson Bajan gets rid of the ball quick, makes a decision, throw it. And that's what they want Justin Fields to do. They want to see that from Justin Fields. They're trying to drive home the point or they're trying to create the, the reason they're not going to keep him around. And it's interesting that people from, we all have an opinion about Keep this guy around. Don't keep this guy around. And Kyle Long, when he was on with Zach Zabin yesterday, last night on the score, mentioned Andrew Whitworth, smart guy. Well, you don't know what what Justin Fields is like. Is he on the whiteboard? But he's like in in the huddle. He's like working. You only you look at film. Olin Krutz says that virtually every week on his visits here on the score. I know what the film is telling me. This is what the film is telling me. Film don't lie. That's the truth. And from what you've seen from Justin Fields, the coaches want to make sure he can play their scheme. He can play, he can check their boxes, which is not necessarily what he does well. And you can come down, you can have your own opinion as a fan, as an announcer. Just we're, we're looking at it, we're watching him going, oh my God. He's not doing this. Oh, my God. I said a couple minutes ago, the coaches don't give him the same, seemingly don't give him the same kind of bootleg rollout game plan they gave Tyson Bajan. Well, why is that? When a guy who's a better runner could benefit by that. And your team gets better. Why don't you want to make your team better? Some of it's ego, some of it's fear, paranoia. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no. What if they could run this without me? That kind of stuff. All right, take a break. And... We will come back and talk about the scandal. 
Michigan scandal. Jim Harbaugh is where is he? Alex is he up in the booth? Is that where have we seen shots of Jim Harbaugh? Is he is he hiding? Is he is he wearing a overcoat and a Groucho Marx mask and sunglasses? What is he doing? Do we know? Is he here? I believe he's in the booth. All right. Okay. We will <laughs> we will talk about that. <laughs> Chris Childers of Sirius XM and see where they are, where this is, and Michigan's in court over this. Because, you know, Michigan law has, they're, they're pretty big in Chicago here, so we're used to that. And Michigan law will be tested for the moment. Most immediately, it'll affect their football team, and that's what matters. Big blue, big black eye. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Sucket, Chicago Sports Radio 670. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Score. So, Alex, Alex Kuhn, our producer here, what do you think, if you're watching a football game in a hotel room, what are you ordering? What's your room service? He doesn't eat chicken. So Jim Harbaugh is not having chicken today. I don't know well, what. Thanks I'm, for I'm clarifying chicken, that. But he's not. So Jim Harbaugh is with the team and not with the team. Michigan, he's suspended for the sign stealing scam, the scandal, the Connor Stallions scandal that he had nothing to do with, no knowledge of. No, no, I didn't do any of this, even though football coaches know everything about their program. And he's with Michigan as they lead Penn State 14 to 9, but he's watching this 14 to 9 game in a hotel because he can't be at the venue in which Michigan is playing. So big blue, got a big blo- big black eye and and a big red ass. Let's talk about that and what it means for the Big Ten. Now Michigan's making noise. Well, we can leave. We're gonna we're gonna hold our breath until we turn blue. Wait, we already are blue. So we're going to go to the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Welcome to the show, Sirius XM Radio, Channel 84. Chris Childers talking college football. Chris, thanks for making time today. What do you think Jim Harbaugh is ordering from room service? Oh, that guy's a weird dude. There's no telling what the hell he, he's going to have. I heard your boy say no chicken wings, which is true. Not a chicken guy. He says it's a nervous bird. He doesn't trust it. I think he's like a standard, like probably order a pizza from someplace in State College, or they do have one of those um, Parmani brothers in State College, so maybe he's getting one of those burgers with the fries, but guarantee you chicken-free meal for Jim Harbaugh. Outstanding. That's what we need to know. That's the kind of insight. So let's – I've talked with Michigan fans, friends of Michigan fans, that, and they've – this looks like – you get punished because you were sloppy and you got caught doing something everybody else does. Are there differences, or what is this story about? There's no differences. Um, 
This, oh, there are a lot of differences, actually, is what I meant to say. It's ridiculous that Michigan is saying that, well, everybody does it. Well, not everybody's sending an assistant coach to another school, videotaping signs. That's not happening. And, yeah, coaches share trade secrets. What they, they had a document, you know, with Purdue and Rutgers and Ohio State where they were, you know, saying, well, Michigan runs this when they do that. That's different. That, to me, is just a part of the business of college football. What Michigan was doing is blatant cheating. But I'm going to tell you something. To me, it's a lot to do about nothing. And, yeah, there's a punishment, but the only punishment you're going to see is today. And the only reason it happened is because the Big Ten was savvy with their timing. They were savvy with their timing. The reason that happened so damn late yesterday, it was like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. It was Veterans Day, and there was nothing Michigan could do in that moment to get that court order through for the um, – for the temporary restraining order. We we knew that was going to happen the whole time. We talked about that yesterday morning. I thought it was going to be nothing. I thought no punishment was going to be served whatsoever. Whatsoever, because here's the thing, man. You get that temporary restraining order, that, that's going to last probably to the end of the season. Harbaugh, hell, he can be coaching the Chicago Bears next year. I know Kevin Warren and him don't have the greatest relationship, but you never know. My guess is this is a lot to do about nothing, and the only punishment you're seeing is today. That's it. He's not coaching today. He's sitting in a hotel room, and that's only because the Big Ten was savvy in the way they released this yesterday. They waited till later in the day. It was Veterans Day. It was a holiday, knowing damn well that Michigan was ready to file a temporary restraining order. Because of the timing of it, because of the fact that a judge couldn't get to it on time, that's why Harbaugh's not coaching. Had this been a day before, had it been earlier in the day, I bet you a million dollars Jim Harbaugh would have been coaching today, and I bet you a million dollars he'll be coaching next week. And he will guaranteed be coaching against Ohio State. So anybody that thinks this is a big deal is nuts, because it's not. And here's the thing. It should be. It should be a bigger deal, but everybody who's crying and saying, oh, my God, biggest scandal in the world, you're forgetting who we're dealing with. No laws were broken, and this is the NCAA. And how many times – I'm going to reference everybody to the FBI basketball scandal where Sean Miller was supposed to be fired the next day, and Will Wade and all these guys, none of them were fired for what happened with the NCAA, none of them, because the NCAA is useless. Due process to them, they bungle, they fumble, they screw it up. That's why Michigan – Michigan knows it messed up. They don't care. And they know if they get to due process, there's a good chance that very little will happen to them. And Jim Harbaugh is already going to be out the door probably. So this is about them preserving their season. If they win today, punishment served. Harbaugh's coming back next week. Whether you let, And I'm not condoning anything. Don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, they're going to walk here outside of the suspension today. My guess is Chris Childers of Sirius XM Channel 84 talking college football here, talking the suspension of Jim Harbaugh for the last, the last three games of the regular season. And it, there's a good chance. I, I totally, I totally agree with you that they're not going, this won't hold up. And the NCAA's problem is without subpoena power and with so many disjointed, everybody's running off to do their own thing. The, uh-huh. they, the NCAA has been so awash in money. It has made everybody, um, rich enough to go off on their own and not need the NCAA. They didn't before. Really, the NCAA's only race on debt was just to keep kids unpaid, and the schools would make all the money. 
and now we've seen that blown up. I don't know what good the NCAA serves and what it could matter. Could anything it the NCAA does matter here? In my heart of hearts, it won't. Um, I think they'll talk a big game. I think there will be a lengthy investigation. Something will happen. They'll have some sort of, you know, vacated wins or some, something like that. But at the end of the day, I don't think the program's the program's ability to do business won't be altered. They might have, you know, you might have to stay on campus instead of taking, you know, different visits with kids. Or, I mean, something, you know, very minor, I think, would probably end up coming from it. Now, I'm not saying this isn't awful. They cheated. They're, this is, they were there. They're caught red-handed. Everybody's got evidence. It's horrible. And if I was in charge here, I'd throw the book at Michigan, too. But I get what Michigan's doing here because Michigan understands, yeah, I've been caught, but I'm in a world where who's going to hold me accountable? I didn't really break the law. And if I can kick the can down the road, I call it the Eric Stratton defense is what they're playing. If you've seen the movie Animal House, oh, that yeah. movie in the, when he, you know, we're not going to sit here and watch you badmouth. They admit to doing wrong. Do we take liberties? Absolutely. But isn't this an indictment of the whole fraternity system? That's what they're doing with college football in the Big Ten. They're Eric Strattoning the hell out of it. But I think it might work. I honestly think because I've, I've been covering college football now for over 20 years. And we live in a world. So you, I'm, I'm from your area. I'm from Vernon Hills. So I grew up with Chicagoland and things making sense from a professional sports point of view, right? Things made sense. They fell in the line. You you had a certain record, you made the playoffs, you, you know, beat a team. College football operates in a world of insanity. And it's because of greed. It's because of what happened in 1984 when we had that ruling that essentially gave so much power to the ability for amateurism to be a thing where they could screw these kids and they made gazillions of dollars off their backs and didn't give a dime to them. And think of the lives they ruined in the process. The Terrell Priors of the world, the Reggie Bushes of the world, they still won't give the guy the Heisman back. So in my opinion... If you're going to cheat right now, this is the time to do it. Until we separate from the NCAA, until we go into our own world, if you're the Big Ten and the SEC, which is where I think it's going, a power two, who really, if you're not breaking the law, who's going to hold you accountable? That's it. That if, And it's only illegal if you get caught. And I think sometimes people get punished or schools get punished because they were sloppy and it's the only thing they can do. They make you admit it. The NCAA can only make you admit it. They can't subpoena you. They can't make you hostile witnesses. The, the the fun that some schools have had with this because it's Michigan and they're getting roasted and they're twisted and they're trying to act righteously indignant. The fact that something would come out of New Mexico State in Las Cruces, I don't know if you saw this, but on their video board last week during a game at their stadium, <laughs> yep. they had the welcome Connor Stallions question mark probably and, i think it said right it was like probably probably i just and there so was a good, yeah there was a question mark it was wonderful and and a guy named lou moore at grand valley state in michigan and yeah. and he was he's a, a smart guy author of books he teaches um history i believe and he's yeah. he's written on sports and the relation with sports in the real world before and he had taken a he had taken a piece of plain white sheet of paper and said, and printed on it, Michigan stole my office hours. 
just that. <laughs> and I love the fun that they're having. But you bring up, you brought up Kevin right. Warren and Coach of the Bears, and you brought up Jim Harbaugh's future. So yeah. when you're talking about Kevin Warren, you're talking about the fact that everybody, every team, every coach, every athletic director hated Kevin Warren because he wasn't in favor of them when he was Big Ten commissioner. But this is a different deal. Jim Harbaugh had success. Sure. Jim Harbaugh had success in the NFL. He went to Super Bowls. He went to – he had a lot of success. He won games, and he certainly found quarterbacks. The Bears can't do any of that. What is the – what are the chances Harbaugh has done after this season? I think 100%. I think it, his time's up in Michigan when the season's over with all this. I think he'll walk on his own accord – and Michigan will be fine with it. And I think it'll probably absolve them of a lot of problems. As a diehard Bears fan, I would love to see Kevin Warren pull the trigger here and hire Jim Harbaugh, especially with Justin Fields on the roster. Because to me, Harbaugh will understand what to do with Justin Fields. He will not waste him like we have with that dumbass Eberflus right now, which drives me crazy. I know Fields has been banged up, but... To me, the guy's a talent. You have to unlock him. you gotta, you got to do what Nick Saban's doing right now with Jalen Milrow. Don't try to make him something he's not. And that's what the Bears have been so stupid in doing. And it's not shocking. It's the most frustrating organization ever in the history of sport. But it is what it is. So, to me, I think if they wanted to get their head out of their butt, especially with all the equity they built, and they got Carolina's draft pick, get yourself Harbaugh. And Harbaugh understands college. He understands the college offense. He understands what these kids want to run right now far more than Matt Eberflus does. I'll tell you that. So I'd be all for it. I just don't know if Kevin Warren likes him personally, but if they can get, I'm just, and I don't know that for sure, but I've heard things that like there might've been, because Harbaugh is a hard guy to get along with, but mm-hmm. um, you know, he, Rick Neuheisel, my co-host always says Harbaugh is like buying a boat. The greatest day is when, you know, the two greatest days in a bone owner's <laughs> life is when you buy it and when you sell it. Yep. And that's kind of Jim, right? Like, that's Jim in a nutshell. But there's some good moments while you have that boat. Good memories made. Well, when you say Chris Childers of Sirius XM Channel 84 talking football here on The Score, when you, when you say the Bears are the most frustrating organization in the history of sports, the, I got a text from the White Sox. They said, hold my beer. <laughs> So, well, I'm a fan of them, too, and I'm still mourning the loss of Jason Benetti, which pisses me off. Wow, it sucks to be you. I know. It sucks I know. It to really be does. you. It really it does. It sucks to be you. <laughs> um, that's a bad – That's a bad, well, you're an announcer, and then you lose this, and, and you lose I this, know. this guy, and you find out they – it's not as much that they don't want him away for all of his other announcing opportunities. It's that the chairman didn't think he was particularly – funny and i thought That's anybody crazy. who watched him and steve stone and listened to him and steve stone could nobody could possibly come away with that idea did you watch no, he was wonderful i watched all oh, yeah all the time i live in nashville and i watched all the time uh i loved him i think Benetti's fantastic and he's a Sox fan he gets it he loves it like it's just so stupid this but again it's like the chicago bears and that's what the worst thing is being a Chicago sports fan. You're just you're mired in, in dumbassery constantly. And it's very frustrating for anybody with a brain. Well, that's that could eliminate half the pop population. That's why <laughs> that's how you don't have to win over the whole city. You could just win over half that's of it. True. Yeah. That's true. Chris, I enjoyed it. Thank you for taking the time on this college football Saturday and we'll try to get more we'll try to figure out what Jim Harbaugh ordered for dessert. And 
in in the hotel room that he's allowed to watch the game in in college in the Penn State yes. Michigan game. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. And if my boy Lawrence Holmes is listening, roll tide, baby. Big yeah, uh, he's rolling it. Tide. Yeah. Yes. Profe- that's Professor Lawrence Holmes to you. Yes. Yeah. That's it. All right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Chris Childers, Sirius XM, Channel 84. That was great. Loved having him on. Local guy. Excellent. Excellent. He realizes how stupid the Bears are. And the Kevin Warren question is large. He's, he looms. Kevin Warren looms. And the whole Jim Harbaugh thing is it often gets talked about here. But why hasn't it happened? Why wouldn't it have happened? I don't think Jim Harbaugh anymore when he was a Bears player. When he was a Bears player, I once wrote about how people got angry that he worked out with Michael McCaskey and the old Hallis Hall. They were on the workout machines together, and then Jim Harbaugh ended up with this massive contract. At that time, I think it was $5 million a year or whatever. And people got really upset. Like, oh, my God, I, he's he's working out with a boss. And, like, people try to imagine and not barf at the idea of Michael McCaskey in a T-shirt working out in the gym where, or whatever, the in that bad place, the bad setup that they had at uh, Lake Forest College. But that Jim Harbaugh is a little different. This Jim Harbaugh is different from that one. I between with all the coaching he's done, all the success he's had, all the fights he's had with people above him, I I don't know. The Bears don't seem to want to go. They don't want to seem. They don't seem to want any of that. And so you get Ryan Poles, and you get Matt Eberflus. Same way you got Matt Nagy, and you got Ryan Pace, and you get guys who are oh, they're nice. And, well, we don't win. But they're nice. It's good. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will continue to talk Bears. Aaron Lemming, Windy City Gridiron Report, Bears Report. We'll talk some football with him on the score. Chicago Sports Radio 670. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.